0: Hello, thanks for listening to the Embodied Astrology Month Ahead Audio Horoscopes for Leo Season. This is Renee Sills, your astrologer and host of the Embodied Astrology podcast. Along with these horoscopes, please make sure to listen to Embodied Astrology for Leo Season. This special episode called Glow Time focuses on Leo in the body, in life, in love, in relationships, and experiences. Everybody carries Leo in their bodies. Everybody has Leo in their charts. And in this episode, I'll offer some attunements and healing practices for working with Leo in yourself and in your life also please remember to check back in with me at the new moon and the full moon this month for some lunar attunement practices on july 31st we have a new moon in leo and on august 15th we have a full moon in aquarius and both of those days i'll be putting out meditations or embodiment rituals to help you attune with these lunar cycles i want to offer a huge thank you to subscribers Subscribers, thank you so much. You keep Embodied Astrology happening and your monthly donations are what sustains this work. If you enjoy Embodied Astrology, please consider becoming a subscriber. You can subscribe at any amount per month. Really, even just $1 a month is so helpful. Your monthly subscriptions allow me to continue this work with steadiness and reliability, and if you get something out of Embodied Astrology, please help it to sustain, help it to continue. Subscribers also get access to my extended monthly horoscopes, and these extended forecasts include a PDF with planetary aspects and lunar cycles throughout the month, my interpretations for the energy of those aspects and cycles, and some embodied suggestions for how to work with this energy. You'll also get an extended audio horoscope that you can listen to that isn't sign-specific, but that goes through in detail a lot of planetary energy that I don't mention in your individual horoscopes. If giving a recurring donation isn't available to you at this time, consider a one-time donation and please always share it with friends. This is the number one way you can support this project is by reposting it, forwarding on the emails and telling your friends about it, giving five-star reviews on Apple iTunes podcasts or wherever it is that you listen. Finally, I want to give a brief plug for a special retreat that I'm offering later this year. From September 29th to October 3rd, I'll be offering a three-day residential retreat where we'll be working with Embodied Astrology. In this retreat, you'll learn a ton about astrology, you will work with your own chart, you'll get to prepare for the exciting astrology of 2020, and use your astrology and use the tools that I offer for how you embody astrology and the astrological potential to manifest your magic. Get more information at embodiedastrology.com under play and learn and live events. Your horoscope is coming right up. Stick around. All right, we're gonna get into your horoscope now. As always, I just wanna encourage you to listen with an open mind horoscopes are a general kind of art. There are a ton of people on the planet and there are not only 12 kinds of people. So as I offer your horoscope, I'm offering general suggestions and the energy that I'm receiving from the chart may or may not be applicable to you in exactly the way that I speak it. So please listen for the sentiment or the symbolism in what I'm saying. Apply it to yourself intuitively. If you associate to something that I'm saying, that's the right thing. You can go down that road, listen a couple of times, ask questions to yourself, kind of consider all the different ways that you could think about what I'm offering and always take what works, leave the rest. Remember that these horoscopes are simply suggestions here for your best benefit and positive evolution. I want to encourage you to listen to the horoscopes for at least your sun and your rising sign. Your sun sign is the season that you are born. It's what you answer when someone asks, hey, what's your sign? Your rising sign is the time of day you were born. Not everybody has this information. And so if you don't know your rising sign, your sun sign is awesome to listen to. Some people really get into listening for their moon signs, for their Venus signs. There are all different signs for all the planets in your chart. And really many of the horoscopes could speak to you. So I hope you enjoy whichever ones you listen to. Hello, Scorpio. Welcome to your month ahead horoscope and audio forecast for Leo season. Leo season begins on July 22nd and wraps up on August 22nd. And for you, Leo rules the part of your chart that has to do with your public image, with your career, with your vocation, if you don't resonate with the word career. Um, this is the place where you get to achieve something. You're building something in your life. You have ambition. I sometimes think of this place in the chart as the place of adulting. It's like where you want to be a boss and have some authority and you get good at something. You have mastery at something and then you can build something in the world because you're working for it. You've worked for it. You've earned it. You've achieved it. Um, as we get into Leo season, there is a lot of stuff going on in Leo. Throughout the course of the season, all of the personal planets will enter the sign. They will all be communicating with the two other fire signs, Sagittarius and Aries. Sagittarius rules your solar second house of earned income, values, worth, and um, wealth, and Aries rules your sixth house of day-to-day jobs, service, and health. So there's a ton of energy for you in a kind of practical and, again, vocational sense. It's like you're really working on something and the work that you're doing feels exciting. Fire signs are generally optimistic. They're enthusiastic. They have a lot of energy in them. Over the course of the month, as the personal planets travel into Leo, they'll be leaving the sign Cancer. And so there's a movement from your solar ninth house into your solar 10th house, This describes an evolution from an idea into a form. In Cancer, you are dreaming big dreams, you're having ideas, you're putting out feelers, you are going on trips, you're thinking about possibilities. And in Leo, you are starting to make some stuff happen. And so that feels like the momentum that carries you through the month. Um, What's going on with Leo is also going to be interacting with some outer planet uh, astrology in earth and water signs. And the relationship between Leo, which is a fire sign, and Capricorn and Taurus, which are both earth signs and Pisces, which is a water sign, where all of this um, movement is going to be happening, this is not always super easy. So there can be a sense of frustration also as you figure out how to apply yourself and particularly how you're applying yourself um, relationally, socially, and kind of with yourself, with your own energy. So you've got a lot that you're working on, but you're also, maybe wrestling is even too strong of a word, but you're definitely kind of being held in the fire, so to speak, to make something happen, to stay accountable to a process. And that feels important and uh, definitely rewarding, if not always easy. If you want more information about all of the detailed planetary aspects, um, definitely make sure to check out the subscriber option for Embodied Astrology. You can subscribe at any amount per month. It's by donation, and I will give you a pretty much day-to-day forecast. Um, It's not science-specific. It's just general astrology, but definitely helpful, especially for those of you that are really working with timing and opportunity this month, as many of you will be. So as I mentioned before, Leo season begins on July 22nd. This is the day that the sun moves into Leo and wherever the sun is, that's where our attention is, where our consciousness is. Um, Over the course of the next 30 days, your attention and your consciousness is in something that you are building, some direction that you are traveling and what you want to be doing, how you're going to be doing it. On July 27th, Venus moves into Leo and Venus will transit Leo through August 21st. Um, Venus is a benefic energy. It is beautiful. It is magnetic. It helps you appear beautiful and magnetic. Um, the 10th house is the place of your most public and external image. And Venus here is bringing a lot of really nice opportunity for attention to you. So if you have public presentations to do over the course of Leo season, or if you're thinking about doing something like this, this would be a great time to utilize that energy. There's a lot of really nice nice kind of lovely perception of you in a kind of public sphere over the course of this season. On July 31st, there's a new moon at eight degrees of Leo. And a new moon is always a time to initiate a new beginning to set intentions for a new cycle. The cycle that begins on July 31st, you can think of it as a 12 month cycle from this new moon to the Leo new moon in 2020. So, generally, there's one new moon in each sign per month. And over the course of the next 12 months, you can grow something in this part of your chart. You can plant the seed for it now. And 12 months from now, if you work on it, if you continue to focus on it, you will have evolved. You'll grow. Something. We'll see what that is. But um, your attention and your sustained enthusiasm, again, a Leo quality, will definitely help it grow. So consider what you are initiating, what you're beginning, what your hopes and your dreams are for this part of your chart. Again, vocation, your purpose here in the world, what you're building, um, who you want to be in the world, and what what you really want to represent. And get good at. Like this is the part in your chart where you can kind of be a master at something or achieve some level of um, exceptional skill. And that's a really good feeling to have. So what is it that you're working on? On July 31st, Mercury also stations direct Mercury has been retrograde over the past three weeks and it began its retrograde in Leo. It has retrograded back into Cancer and it's turning direct at 24 degrees of Cancer before it re-enters Leo in just about two weeks. So as Mercury turns direct, um, you may have some kind of clarity for yourself around some... If they're not professional goals, they are perhaps life purpose goals ideas about why you're doing what you're doing, but also how you're doing what you're doing. Um, If you have been thinking about an opportunity that you want to pursue, or if there has been a project in the works that you're interested in, but haven't quite been ready to put forward, um, if you are a, a student or an aspirant of some kind, and you're thinking about how to take the next step, and whatever it is that you're doing or um, applying yourself to, as Mercury turns direct, it's like you get to open some door in your perceptive awareness, in your readiness for whatever this is. Please make sure to check back in with me on July 31st for the new moon. As usual, I'll be offering some kind of check-in, an embodiment or a ritual, a lunar attunement of some type. August 11th is a very busy day in the astrology charts. Jupiter will be turning direct. Jupiter is currently transiting through Sagittarius and it's been retrograde since April 10th. Uranus will station retrograde. Um, Uranus has been in Taurus and, um, it will be retrograde for the next five months until January 2020. And on August 11th, Mercury also makes its ingress into Leo where it will travel through August 29th. So what does this all mean? Jupiter in Sagittarius is currently energizing your solar second house of self-esteem, values, value systems, and earned income. So this is the part in your chart where you basically decide what's important to you, decide whether or not you're worth it, and then attract or um, avert the resources that you need. So Our value systems have a lot to do with what we're trying to attract, and self-esteem has a lot to do with whether or not we can um, not just attract what we need, but also receive it and use it wisely if we can be skillful with our resources. Jupiter has been in this part of your chart since last winter, about December of 2018, and it's teaching you something about these themes. You're learning something about how to work with value, how to work with worth, how to work with resources, and probably how to be resourceful and to leverage your hard work. And, um, you know, whatever it is, whatever this project is, whatever this movement is in your chart that's about ambition, about building something. um, You're figuring out how to make it happen is the sense that I get. And you're learning a lot in the process. For any of you who are public figures of some kind, like if you're putting yourself in front of an audience, um, the aspects you have over the course of this month are really quite amazing. They're pretty excellent for opportunities. They're really good for you to receive support, to ask for support. um, You know, If you're making a pitch for something, if you are inviting a different kind of feedback or a new kind of feedback, if you're wanting attention for how much you've been working on something, how much you've progressed in something, um, or another kind of validation, you can have all of that this month. There's actually quite a lot of positive reinforcement for anything that you're doing that requires you to be using your enthusiasm, using your passion, using your talent, using your creativity. Um, On August 11th, Uranus stations retrograde, as I mentioned. So Uranus is retrograde in the sign Taurus. Taurus is your opposite sign. This part of your chart has to do with your opposites, with your other people, whoever they happen to be. Um, In a general sense, this is other people, just you in the world encountering other people and what that brings up for you and how you are. In a more specific sense, this means important people to you and people who you are in some kind of committed or contractual arrangement with. And I say contractual and it's totally not the right word. I'm not quite sure what the appropriate word actually is. But the basic idea here is that this is the part of your chart where you make agreements to be in relationship and you kind of put yourself out with a certain kind of agreement, like with a certain kind of vibe. And because this part of your chart describes your important partnerships, your committed relationships, and the way that you balance, compromise, collaborate with other people, This is also a part of the chart that has a lot to do with your ideas about yourself. So again, it's the opposite of you. And therefore, you are totally involved with your relationships. Uranus is a planet that is innovative, that that is disruptive, that's experimental. Ultimately, that wants your liberation, your sense of freedom. And um, let's see, what's the right word here? It's like you want to be able to live just in the moment with people, with your relationships. You don't want to be confined by any boxes. You want to be able to be present, but to have relationships that are surprising, that grow, that go somewhere, that feel liberating. That's the ultimate goal. Whatever is happening at the current moment is leading you there. So for some people, Uranus stationing retrograde in this part of the chart might describe some ups and downs in your important relationships. There may be a kind of erratic quality to them. You may be considering or reconsidering how you want to be in relationship. You may be trying to change certain things and then going through some kind of process with it. You may be in your own experience just trying to figure it out, but knowing that you are trying to figure something new out and express yourself in a new way. So over the course of the next five months, as Uranus influences this part of your chart, you are, I think, kind of really figuring out something about how you're interacting with people. You're figuring out how to move through previous areas of blockage, misunderstanding, or misalignment. And Uranus's movement is working in accordance with some other planetary movement in the sign Capricorn for you that has to do with your communication, your expectations, and your biases or your perceptions you are becoming more responsible you're becoming more aware of how your mental frameworks are influencing your relationships and this is really helping you make whatever um, upgrades or evolutionary steps you're trying to make in them so be accountable with your mind be responsible and definitely watch what's happening in your mind and like I said be accountable but be accountable to yourself you know watch it if you spin out on stories or something like that, because there's quite a lot of adventure in your relationship spaces and how you can participate the most effectively. And I think the most sustainably with them is to really be in a fairly grounded and sober space in your own internal dialogues. Finally, on August 11th, Mercury moves into Leo This is the planet of communication moving into the part of your chart that has to do again with your public image, with something that you're building, mastering, coming into a place of agency and authority in the world. Mercury in this part of your chart brings your mental attention to these kinds of efforts and their projects. Um, It also again, is a really nice influence for you to be in some kind of public presenter space. If you're using your face, your voice, your words, your hands to communicate something, um, Mercury's presence in the sign Leo is definitely there to help you out. On August 15th, there is a full moon in the sign Aquarius. Aquarius is the opposite sign to Leo, and a full moon is always an opposition. This month, the opposition is not just between the sun and the moon, but it's between the sun in Leo and all of the personal planets in Leo. So again, we've got Mars, Venus, and Mercury all in Leo with the sun. The moon is illuminating all of this energy, and the moon is currently shining in the root of your chart in the place of home, family, community, sense of belonging, and tribe. Around the middle of August, you want to be with places and people that comfortable, that feel familiar, that feel safe. You may be very aware of your need for these kinds of places or these kinds of communities if you're not actually in them around that time. There's definitely heightened awareness for you of your connections and your important bonds right now and how your communities can help you support and sustain whatever these projects or this kind of work that you're doing that I've been talking about is. August 15th is also the day that Mercury's retrograde shadow is complete. So the entire retrograde cycle is now over. Mercury is moving direct. It's back up to speed. It's in Leo and you are good to go with any kinds of new ideas um, or agreements that maybe had been stalled or that you had been waiting on during the retrograde period. At this point in Leo season, energy begins to shift. On August 17th, Mars moves into Virgo, your solar 11th house, where it will transit until October 4th. On August 21st, Venus moves into Virgo. It will transit there until September 15th. Then Leo season ends when the sun moves into Virgo on August 23rd. And just a couple of days after that, Mercury will follow suit. So now we have this pouring kind of movement of all of the personal planets from the solar 10th house in your chart into the solar 11th house, from the energy of Leo into the energy of Virgo. This feels like a shift for you from um, a a kind of more playful, passionate, um, maybe opportunistic or enthusiastic space into a not less enthusiastic or less passionate space, but something that is more practical and that has you applying yourself in a kind of more concentrated way you may be editing something, refining something, attending to deals details in some way. Um, Some of you will be working with collaborators at this time and kind of considering how whatever it is that you've been attending to in the last month now is going to have some broader kind of social implication or be shared with a larger collective or community of some kind. So in general, it looks to me like Leo season is a pretty busy time for you. You seem hard at work on something that feels really exciting and important and very uniquely yours. Um, I think you're learning a lot about how to sustain yourself in whatever it is that feels like your calling or that feels like your passion. A big part of how you sustain yourself is through grounded relationships and clear communication. Drama is not helpful if you're trying to get shit done, so you want relationships that are steady, that are easy, where you're accountable, where you're transparent, and where you get that in return. There's also a great need for you to give yourself enough time and space to continue to connect with your intuition and your inspiration. This is definitely a need for you this month. I don't think you're getting quite enough of that time. So if I can be a voice that just encourages you maybe to wake up an extra 10 minutes early give yourself that 10 minutes to meditate, to check in, Um, maybe go to bed an extra 10 or 20 minutes early. Give yourself that time to meditate and to check in. Try and get a little bit of alone time every week. Make sure that you give yourself enough space to connect with your own intuition. This is really important for all of this process and this work that you are doing in the world. Make sure to check back in with embodied astrology at the new moon and the full moon, July 31st and August 15th. I'm offering some kind of ritual or embodiment meditation for you to work with the lunar energy. And definitely also check back in with me on August 23rd to get your Virgo season audio horoscope and month ahead forecast. Thanks for listening. Happy Leo season. Goodbye.